Guten Tag, liebe Zuhörer. Das hier ist der Podcast. Und heute Abend oh. äh, reden wir äh, um deutsches Bier und deutsche Pretzeln. Crikey. Did you There understand you anything? I, I just brought it back down to the English level then. By <laughs> Crikey. Well, I, I got pretzel and beer. Yeah. That's enough for me. That's educated already. This is podcast three. Well, welcome. Welcome. This is Stan. Here's Ben. I'm Ian. All right. Well, that was, I guess, me trying to be German. <laughs> uh, I guess it panned out. It worked. It's appropriate. We're on a German episode today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, It's look at them. It's going to be good. Oh, <laughs> look at them. You, Just you, look I mean, at you them. You can't see them, but we can. I can. Yeah, we'll describe them really well. Well, anyway, yeah, I grew up in Germany and there's a bit of that story. Um, so I, I, I'm really looking forward because I think I was skipping a bit of German beers lately because all the new craft beers are kind of a, you yeah. know, new world. And then it feels the it big fit already, it feels completely alien to me. I don't know what, what, what's going to happen. And that is good. It is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It just from, from researching a little bit about this and finding a little bit more about these beers, I think there's going to be a lot more research going into the yeah, style. Yeah, there's so. so much there. That yep. There's a historical elements. There seems to be so much more to talk about than there has been of some of the more modern stuff. All right. Well, should we get on our new discoveries? Yes. Yeah, really let's find them. out. Before we crack onto the uh, German beers, what yeah. have we been up to? Ian, how about you kick us off? Um, I've had lesser journeys than yourselves but i've i've been touring bournemouth i've been around a few places in bournemouth been to a couple of shops and discovering local breweries there's a few interesting ones popping up around bournemouth now um and i've just completely forgot the names of them <laughs> so we had what is it way out back the way out back yes yeah, yeah i've had the way out back so they've done a couple at the moment um i think there's about three of them i had one on draft down at the micro uh bar yeah um, which was take me to valhalla Which is really good. Micro drift, micro drift, drift micro, drift micro, drift micro. Bar. I, I Bar. don't know. <laughs> Thanks, Google. Cool. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, that was fantastic. That's that's really nice, and it's good to see just these small local guys. All of a sudden, we're starting to get a bit of a name going. There seems to be something yeah. moving. I happened to bike to work this morning and went through Christchurch and noticed the new one there. I think they're called Drop the Anchor, um, okay. and they've Ooh. got a big banner up down by the bridge going to Christchurch, but they, they've got a couple of new things on. I had one of theirs at the weekend, um, which was really good as well. And I'm going to be popping back to get more. Yeah. We've, we've all had a, a, a trip to eight arch since the last yes. one. Yes. Mm, up at Wimborne. Up in Wimborne. Yeah. Yeah. Went to their tap house on a, or tap room, open tap room on a Friday, yeah, which was lovely. Hot, hot Friday. I was there yeah. more times because I had to pick up some beers for our gig. Yeah. my band. Yeah. Hello, I have a band. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I picked up two boxes and I had a little dragon that was like a special edition for the Folk Windborn Festival. Festival. Yeah. Yeah. Festival. It was really nice. I usually don't go like you, Ian, for the orangey kind of a taste, but yeah. this was really subtle and yeah. I liked it. Quite refreshing. Yeah. That's great. And then Ben and me had a lovely Friday. Was it a Thursday night as Thursday well? Thursday night and a Come Friday on, lunchtime. Ben. Come on. <laughs> Where did we go? I don't know. We It started on a train. So we've been to a conference <laughs> on Friday in Brighton uh, for our job. Yep. And uh, we, we quite ranked uh, quite a lot of beers while we even arrived at our Airbnb at midnight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we tallied them up, a few on the train, met a couple of guys that were going to the conference as well, and they had some on the train. Yeah. beers. And it was like... I was wearing a like a web design t-shirt and he was like, oh, I know you guys are going to the conference. So we were like sharing beers. And before you know it, a guy, the like the An next row along, oh, older guy, he's suddenly going, oh yeah, I've been trying these beers and what what's this now? And so we're passing around, what was it? We had some McKellar single hop double IPAs. Yeah. Everyone was getting little tasters oh, of that. And they, they were bringing out what? these sour two all beers and all, all sorts what of stuff. What train going. are you on? Um, just a train to Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the best to train. Oh, wow, gosh. Yeah, 
I mean, let alone guys talking to each other on the train who've never met each other before, which is a rarity, but then sharing beers. You were going to Brighton. Yes, that was it. But and then we did, discovered in Brighton as well a few. So we've been to Craft Beer Company bar? Yeah. yeah. I think they're a chain. We didn't okay, I didn't realise until we got yeah. there. But yeah, there's there's a lot of Yeah, I've been about. to them in Covent Garden. Yeah. Ah, Huge yeah. long bar. With just okay. all the different things you can try. This yeah, one was 15. smaller, oh. but he was happy to do us thirds, so we just in flights, you know, oh, yeah. eight beers, Brilliant. different stuff. Try it out. It's the best way to try, isn't it? The flight. Yeah. I, I like couldn't have drunk that well, some of those were really strong as well. But then just before we went to bed. We had to visit the uh, Brewdog. Brewdog bar. <laughs> we couldn't drink anymore. The but we no, got into time. really good chats. And I guess there will be more about that. We actually yeah. met an interesting person there. Yep. A couple of, a couple of people that work there uh, mm. have kind of told us a little bit around what goes on if you work for Brewdog. Mm. Ah. And the background of the beer tasting. And uh, I think it's a sommelier's kind of certification that's around beer, keeping beer, serving beer, wow. drinking beer. Yes. Beer. So I think there's a, there's a story that's going to come out of that. But we yeah. went in there especially to find out when they were going to tap the new uh, dry and bitter and cloud water com- collaboration called Compassion, mm-hmm. which was for raising money for Grenfell Tower. Um, oh, a, a, that's good. A peach, peach, a passion fruit passion IPA. Fruit, yeah. Very that's refined. Ooh. Very nice. Um and, and they, they tapped it for us. The this was just this was just <laughs> limited on tap. Yes, yes. Uh, to a few few brew dogs, um, and it was supposed to be going on at five or six. We ensured that it was on for lunch at twelve thirty. So that when we arrived <laughs> to get food during the break in the conference, we managed to get ourselves a, a quick two thirds of that yeah. just to top us up. That's great. So that's it. Yeah, if you are adventures in Brighton. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, if you have a chance to go to a brew dog uh, pub. They call yeah. pubs, yeah, yeah. Bars. Then try it because they have a lot of guest beers. Mm. Yes. Besides the, they do a lot of tap snack. takeovers yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah they seem to have a lot of really good. So we we had the the Beaver Town one in there the other week as well. There's just so many different things they're putting on. Oh, it's it's nice. I happy. guess that's it. Yeah, I think that's to from the new stuff. That's our discoveries, and we'll we'll, well hopefully I put a few bits. Well, I discovered one more thing that I know nothing about. Oh. It's the Is this to do with new beer? style of IPA. Well, <laughs> I, I think I had it, but I don't know much about it. I think that's for the next episode. It's called yeah. Vermont style IPA. Oh, actually, just today I saw that they've got a Brewdog Cloudwater collaboration again. They're doing the V2 of, of the one they did that we never got to try because it just went ah, so quick. Yeah, It so seems that's... like it's the more juicier, cloudier, Yeah, a new kind of a wave of yeah. IPA. So we'll we'll research it and we'll bring it to you, so in your should... to your ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beer to your ears. But, and now, our feature presentation. Yes. What have we got? We've got a special edition with our friend Taran from Super Saver Wines. He's been supplying us with beers for a couple of months now. Well, for more than a few months, nearly half a year. Yeah. Uh, so welcome, Taran. Thank you for joining us. Hey. Thank you. Thank hey, you, guys. Welcome. <laughs> Look, glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Um, go on. So, the... <laughs> The story behind this is we have, you got us some very special beers that were of German style and we needed an excuse to get them into a podcast. And we're not featuring it on this episode. They'll be on the next episode, the mini. But we thought, what better time than now to get into some German beers with someone who knows a lot about beer. Brilliant, brilliant. Let's do it. Looking forward. I can't wait till they're open. Let's get them <laughs> so, yeah. So should we start with the first beer? I like your readiness. Yeah. And then we'll... Yeah. Talk a little bit more about what you do and, mm-hmm. yeah. Have you got a recommendation for which one we should go with first at all? Oh, we could try with the Hacker Porsche first one. Yeah. And then we can wait. Well, we've got lovely beers here, so yeah. just anything Hacker that. Porsche would be pretty good. I like the uh, the star of the lid on this oh, already. Yeah. It's a, uh, what would you, co- <coughs> it's a cork. Oh, oh, Were you warning sad. me then not to do that? <laughs> no, no, no. I, <laughs> I saw you come in. Bring go, it even closer to the mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you didn't hear that. I, yeah. I think that definitely hit the mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, I'll get pouring. Yep. <coughs> Beautiful. Well, I guess we were, because, well, we haven't done this really for long, but there's a few episodes, but we, we didn't do any German beers at all. No, or anything no. kind of a no. more continental. We've done saisons. That's kind of the French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we were looking at German beer styles and we've tried to pick something between all of their ranges from we have we're starting with the hacker sorry how did the you hacker posher hacker posher uh, yeah 
Um, a wheat beer, something that we've, again, not featured yet, so definitely wanted to get one of these in. We've we've had a few before, but not a German Weizen between us, I don't think. German, no, not really. I think I don't recall. the one that I remember I had in Munich last year when we visited my family and uh, having a look around where I grew up, the mm-hmm. building, and there was this beautiful garden, and they had a beer garden there. I think Paulana, Paulana? Uh, yep. brewery, uh, brewery, brewery, had their uh, thing there, and I really loved it with a meal. And I thought, oh, you know, German beer. It's great. Mm, Maybe sucky. we got skewed because of all the lager going around, yeah. which is, you know, boring. And we forgot what the real thing actually tastes like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this one is read Weisse Hackerpschor. I have no idea what the Pschor is. It must be a town or something. Uh, well, Hackerpschor, I think that's the name of the, that, that's the brewery sure. name, isn't yeah. it? But yeah, they, when I was looking last night, there was just a huge, huge, story about them and everything there was they've even got their own wikipedia entry which i i haven't got one yet <laughs> yeah well so, so let's drink to that yeah, yeah. let's drink to that cheers. i'm gonna coin uh cheers just a question for taran why did you suggest this beer right well someone why was suggested by me mm-hmm. well hacker Porsche, i mean it's a great beer i mean when when ben came in he said let's try a very nice german beer so I said, I have a very nice selection there. I mean, over at least 40, 45 German difference at that time when he came in. So Hacker Porsche, which I tend, uh, had to suggest him. Um, I mean, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant wine beer, especially on a very nice hot day. It mm-hmm. goes really well, compliments well. I mean, the taste of it, as, as you guys are trying it now, it's not heavy. It's very mm. light. And yeah. it tends to be between a lager type, mainly German. When customers come in, they say, I want a nice lager, nice German lager, nice and crisp. Hackerbosch tends to be a little bit different from that. It's not your typical lager. It's a wheat beer, yes, but yep. as you can see, it's slightly hazy, slightly cl- cloudy. <laughs> but when it's cold, it's brilliant. Um, Germans love their beers. As far as I'm aware, they like to have them room temperature, some of them. But Hackerbosch works fine either way. Yeah. Your, pre- uh, yeah. your, your particular preference, That's a bit really. chilled, isn't it? That's quite yeah. nice. Slightly yeah. chilled. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect. It's mm. really nice. Again, to me, that has, because I only have the Belgian background to be anything European, mm-hmm. it, it's got that slight it's Belgian. Slight Belgian. Yeah. So, so to interject with the suggestions, we've gone for, we went in on Monday, totally unprepared, mm-hmm. and started scanning every beer on your shelf. Brilliant. That was, that <laughs> I think was I wasn't German. there on that. Day. No, you weren't. Your mum was there, so we okay. were chatting to your mum about it. Uh, we, were, we were scanning all of these, the the beers, and seeing who that we'd followed on Untapped mm-hmm. had yeah. tried them and mm-hmm. rated them and see, you know, kind of a, a good rating. This is oh. the only one that's like a macro brewery. Yes. And it was suggested by our previous guest, Phil. All right. So he was, he's checked into this and tried it. So we thought, okay. So he, he usually knows what he's talking about. So it's quite cloudy, quite mm-hmm. dark. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Has a little bit of that feel of the new IPA. It's like a juicy one, <laughs> you know, thicker. Right, isn't probably part of the inspiration. Not yeah. as just as hoppy as they could be. Mm-hmm. But this one's a bit lighter. That's better carbonation. Mm-hmm. So we what got else? this is ABV of five and a half percent, which is I think is fine for a German beer. It I mean, it's typically very nice. Yeah. It doesn't feel. Heavy. It doesn't feel. It doesn't. No, it's it's more lighter, isn't it? To actually on the tongue. Yeah, but <laughs> it's it's actually a bit of a juxtaposition for me. It's it's light on the tongue. It doesn't feel heavy when you drink it, but the actual feel that it leaves after it's gone. Yeah. You almost feel the weight of the wheat. Yeah. Ready to brew a small. I expected it to be heavy because it, 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 again, that Belgian thing, it had that initial Belgian effect for me. And mm. I'm thinking, yeah. oh, oh yeah. be on the floor in a minute. It's not, even though it's a vice, you know, which usually you think you might be chewing a bread. But That's what I was about to say. Yeah. This one's different. Brewing a bread baby in, in your stomach after a couple <laughs> of weeks. <laughs> uh, so, so the notes say it's, um, it's uh, dating back to early 1400s like when that. it was originally run by priests. I think all German beers were run by. Yeah. Well, Munich was uh, founded by priests or. Um, um, what are they called? I don't know, priests. <laughs> monks. 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 That's yes. what I want to say. Monks. Because, you know, in Munich you have this huge cathedral church with, church with two towers. <laughs> That's what it was because it oh. means monks, München, mm. monks. Basically, uh, the town, that's what okay. it means. It's the town of monks. Gosh. They started it. 
And of course they were thirsty. Definitely. <laughs> well, when you're building a town, you're going to get well, thirsty, yes. aren't you? <laughs> Gosh. So I suppose you have a town of monks, and amongst those monks there is the little guys down there that are brewing. Mm-hmm. There's some that look after the cows or whatever. Wait, amongst those monks. I loved amongst it. Amongst that's that wasn't intentional. It's just happening like, now. Today, he's like, uh, what did I say? Oh, like, amongst. Stan is the head of marketing for podcasts, he said. That. <laughs> yeah. And then what was that? Like, so I'm the head of Stan's head. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can you, Went quite meta. If you, when you can see it through the glass. All right. Well, <laughs> oh, I want to introduce something else. We, we have, have, as usual. Yes. Mrs. Mayarski <laughs> prepared us some unique, um, what is it? Pastry? I don't know what you call it. Not pastry. Baked so, goods. Ba- baked yes. goods. So... Especially when I grew up in Germany, pretzels are the thing. They get bigger size. Uh, they also dry them sometimes. Yeah, that's how I've had a pretzel before, like the American. A pretzel. really hard one. Yes. Almost. Yeah. No, yeah. this is like the softer ones, but it's a two two step process. So you actually cook the dough in some special. I don't know. I have I know nothing about cooking. <laughs> and then you bake it. And then you bake it. So that's why it will be soft in the middle and kind of a crusty. So help yourself. Try oh, a bit. And also it goes well with this uh, German-inspired... Um, mustard. Mustard. This actually comes from Slovakia or Czech Republic. Excellent. But okay. they just stole it from Germans, really. It's going to make a mess I of think. your table. That's yeah, just, we'll just put the bottles dig, here. Dig in. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I, this is one this of the, uh, the favourite parts of... The feature for me is when you bring the food. Uh, she sets some incredible standards. <laughs> yeah. And she would be fantastic on the Bake Off. It's brilliant. Yeah, probably. I don't know. She's trying to build it up. So we, we are the um, the test lab rats. I'm absolutely fine with that. <laughs> absolutely fine. <laughs> so do you really think these Especially when you are... taste this. Mm. I mean, like I told you before, pretzels are my weakness, but <laughs> these are amazing. They really are. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, today we talk. Maybe she can have this little car and sell around. You know. Yeah. Um, mm. Pretzels. Have pretzels. you heard of podcast? Oh, the like the popcorn sellers. Yes. That you get. Oh yeah. Like These pretzels are really nice. Mm. I would never have thought to have them with mustard either. No. No, this and it goes so well. Mm. It's great. Yeah, it's kind of a mm-hmm. a, a different than the French style. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not as very good. Well. Right, uh, beer number two. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. I think it's appropriate. Which one should we go with next? Should we go for the out beer? Out beer it mm. is. I fancy that. So I was disappointed once with out beer. Mm-hmm. I think it was... Um, hey, it again. came... <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> nearly, nearly got to run. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to this one. I think it's going to be better. It, it, it really felt like it was made out of really old bread for some reason. I don't know. Let, let, mm, let's see. Of, Bitter bread. It has that color. It has the color so. already. Of, of, yeah, very, very dark brown kind of color. Pouring with a bit of a head on it. It looks fantastic. Have you got a glass? What do we know about this beer? You haven't. Either or. Either one of those. So, whilst you're researching beers, I'm going to ask you a quick question, Taran. So, you work in Super Saver Wines yep. in Westbourne. Yep. How long have you been going? Well, the shop's been there for about 30 years. Wow. Uh, my family's been, um, uh, has owned that for about 15 years now. Uh, my father was always in this industry. And um, as a little kid, working an off-license, obviously, <laughs> it's quite a big place uh, and we only sell alcohol. So we, my father always had a passion for alcohol, really. And I guess that was, as a kid, just watching him. I learned a lot. I used to work in the cellars a lot. He used to get me for working in there. And um, that's how I just started to enjoy alcohol. I mean, learning about it, reading about it. Mm-hmm. And that's where my hobby in, um, got, um, got up. And then, well, obviously, when I turned 16, 17, then I said, beers, let's try them. So that's how I got myself into beers as well, as well as spirits and other things. But we always had a big selection of 100, 150, 50 different beers, even wow. going back 10 years ago from all around the world. Well, obviously, as the craft scene's grown, we have that over about 500, 550 beers that we have now. Wow. That's, um, that's incredible. And how are we going to get through them? So we, we just rotate them around and um, half the time we have a show, um, space issues is where I'm going to put it. <laughs> um, so, um, but anyway, it's grown. So we've grown with it. So no problem at all. So now we have lovely customers who come in, um, craft scenes, craft ales from all around the uh, well, England mainly. That's what we focus on and, and lovely American sections we have. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, we get to try a lot of beers, and uh, and here I am talking to beer geeks, shall I say? <laughs> well, that's, in the making, in the making. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is it. You say about um, England's skyrocketed, hasn't it? I think lately. Mm. It has. I get that impression. America's done the same, so England's doing it. But England's got its own way of doing things. England's got its own style, so that's brilliant. I mean, there's so many great ones out there now. I mean, I started off with Colonels when I first heard of them, tried them, got the Colonels, and they were brilliant. People love them. Mm. I'm a fan. And uh, Mm -hmm. there's so so many local ones from Southampton, from Portsmouth, uh, from uh, Bournemouth that are coming up now. It's brilliant. And all all these little pop-up microbreweries coming up as well. As well now. It's it's great. All got their own take on, on yeah. styles, and I think it, it's worth mentioning. You don't just sell beer as well. No, we sell pretty much anything alcohol related. We've got it. That's how. That's yeah. how I. You got some incredible it. champagne and stuff it, in there. Champagne, yeah. whiskeys, you name it. it it's everything. quite overwhelming when you walk into the yeah. shop. The the sheer amount of stuff you got, yeah. but alcohol and, heaven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of the things that I, I found the, the family vibe of the place. Mm. I've been going in for a few beers and taking Joe with me and you treat everyone so nicely and you welcome them into your shop. And mm. if you're going in there after listening to this, do ask Turan about what beer is good and, or your parents or anything, no, whoever's in there, because they do help you to decide what's good, what may be really fresh and new that you might want to try that you've not tried before. So I'd, I'd, I'd highly recommend that. I call it, it's a black it's... hole. <laughs> it's so hard to get pulled out. And of course you walk out with a box, but um, yeah, it's uh, because it's really like the shelves go really high. <laughs> shelves do go really high. Yeah. Is that getting even, new ladders? Yeah, it's even more. I think there's almost like a Danish and Belgium section as well now. You know, with yeah, all the we, we're, and, we're trying to categorize them as uh, there's so many beers out there now and there's so many lovely ones that I, I have an addiction for buying. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's just uh, crazy, really. <laughs> and uh, I have to t- make, I've, we've started to make them in sections now where we have all the England, all the Belgians, all the Americans, all the mm-hmm. Danish. Yep. Dutch. I mean, it's all there, but we're trying to put them in sections. Sometimes it gets overwhelming with the sheer volumes. Sometimes you might find an odd bottle in a different section, but we have to get it on the shelves for our customers. So, yeah. So did did your dad get into craft beer as well? Or is no, that um, we always had some lovely traditional Belgian beers that were out there that were pretty hard to find even 10 years ago yep. where there was no yeah. supermarket beer was, was everything. And craft beer was very, very little. So we had... Since my father always had an interesting hobby of getting new products in, different from oh, others. Brilliant. So we had every, all of them. So as the craft industry grew and I got myself into beer, so I started doing my research. So it was my take on the business, really, to get the craft beers in, whereas my father did teach me about the business, but the craft beer scene yeah. was mine in getting some new ones. You made right. your mark. I oh, made my great. mark. Nice. Yeah. Whereas he's still teaching me about the wine and stuff that's that's uh, yeah. great. father's father he's still i mean there's so much to learn there yeah it's such oh. a vast topic yeah. going going down one route and being a specialist in that area yeah yeah, yeah. it's a good idea that's the experience it just takes mm-hmm. years the sophistication no let's go for it should we move on so, so this is the out beer out beer so this is an abv of six percent and i believe an ibu of 75 Mm. And one thing we've not talked about with these as well is the kind of glasses they're recommended to um, be served in. So, yes. So we, we haven't got anywhere near the appropriate glassware. No, it's a, it's a lovely glass. But it would, have, it would have cost us an absolute fortune to get. You know, you'd need a different glass for every beer. Mm. The Germans are very particular about the way their beer is made. Yep. And the way, uh, and the way it's presented to you. Mm. Berliner Weiss glasses, have you seen them? I don't they're, think so. They're little half moon type things. Like a martini glass <laughs> with curves. Because the only Beautiful. thing I, I think I know is the big stein. Yes. And yeah. this is good. I think it's called the mass, isn't it? Me of? Have a sip. Have a sip. And yeah. It's not something you would expect from a beer. It goes into a slight direction. Is it a bit boozy? But yeah. oh, it doesn't have that much. Slightly. I mean, it's a 6% it may be, but then this one's got more wheat. This is more like a yeah. bread you're eating a bread. Yeah. Mm, like but... A- um, this one's got slight bitterness. I mean, IBU is definitely higher in this. Mm, we can yeah, say that yeah. without a doubt without even reading it. Um, completely different take on this. Um, very dark in colour. Yeah. It's almost like a toffee brown. Mm. You can definitely get the booziness that you'd expect the, from... Yeah, from the size as well. A dipper. Some of the styles that maybe like a double IPA would go down. It's at the same spot, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's it's to do with the yeast then they may be using. Possibly. 
But uh, this is a good one. I was thinking Rye really as well. Like a a ride there. I, would yeah. never, I would never have picked this off the shelf. Mm. Right. You know, I, I, yeah. having had that style, I'm pretty sure I tasted the one you had. And I'm do sad, you, know, oh, do you need to feel sorrow for this or just any mood is fine? And the one thing you find with this particular <laughs> brand of old beer that we've had in, uh, this is very new to UK as well. Mm. Oh. Very new. I think it's probably been about, let's just say, three to four months that this has been in the UK oh, for okay. the first ever time. Wow. If that, my memory serves me right. Oh, so that was a lucky yeah. pick. Because they so had... I think you, you must have picked this up very recently because it's only been in the shop for about a month, perhaps. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it was Monday. That. Monday. So, so really, it, yeah. it, it's... This one is the only one that we picked up that wasn't recommended. Yeah. Um, I, I'm ashamed to say that we picked it up because it looked like an interesting bottle. Yeah, they, they, well, yeah, I mean, branding's half of the work for these guys, isn't it? Mm. I noticed as well, I think I was looking on Untapped about this, there's there's a double or something as well of this, I'm not sure. There, there are many different types. Yeah. The brothers are getting hold of all, all, all their range. Awesome. I'd definitely be trying them. I mean, this yeah. it's very eye-opening, this. The bottle is quite unique. Look at the yeah. shape. Mm. Um you will find it on the website once we post it. It's quite cool. It's like yeah. a large candle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, almost. Very good. Mm. Very good. So uh, there is a bit of um, yeah. info about this. We've got Carnival comes but once a year, and you can only enjoy shtick beer at Uerge. Oh, I'll get the northerner to pronounce Where this. You, uh, twi- you can only enjoy it twice a year, um, and they have two dates every year. Third Tuesday in January and October are the two shtick days. All right. That was Urge. So Urge. U-E can be read as the Urge. So, so we shouldn't Urge. actually be... Uh... No, but we just need to do it again in October. Okay, right. Yeah. It's a deal. <laughs> oh, we're not allowed to enjoy it. We're allowed to drink it. Yeah, you can have it, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Well, in October, we'll have the Oktoberfest beers as well. Quite a mm. big one of them. It's Oktoberfest. That's yes. something that I, I think I'd like to go and... Mm. Have a look at. <laughs> well, it can be really decadent, but that's because I guess it took on, you know, when I was a kid, it was still a big festival going on for days. And it started with a parade on the 1st October. Right. Going through the streets. And they have this massive tent. And of course, the Germans drink their beer in large quantities during that time. Yeah. yeah. From uh, a special glass called Krugel. Krugel. Yeah. Because there's also the, the mass... Yeah. Oh, there. I think they have a name for each size. It's a completely different name. Yeah, you can just imagine. You know? oh, well. My my favorite of their glassware is the beer boot. Oh, what right. Is okay. That? The beer so boot. So <laughs> it, it's it's part of German beer history, and it's commonly believed that a general somewhere promised his troops to drink beer from his boot if they were successful in battle. Now they obviously were, and this general obviously was a connoisseur of beer because he got a glass boot made. So as not to spoil the beer or leave the smell of his feet, in, in, you know, <laughs> yeah. you don't want to taint the beer. So it's, they're, they're two to four as well. I know, <laughs> two to four liters, but some are up to eight, and it's passed what? from drinker to drinker. Now at the end, when you're nearly finished, the beer starts to bubble, and whoever makes the beer bubble has to get the next round. <laughs> it's like the yard of ale, isn't it? Yeah, the competitions yeah. they do. Yeah, feels like that. But it, it, it kind of feels, you know, when you, you've got the, the Christmas like uh, markets and they've got the, yeah. the um, glue vine in Yeah, in, they have in them boots. in the little boots. I wonder if there is a, there's a tenuous link to that story or if it's just, yeah. I'm making it up. No, I think, no, I think that probably is the, the, the proper link, actually. Yeah. Drink from a boot. Yeah, the Oktoberfest, the minimum of 6% ABV. Or, Stan, you're going to need to say this again. What's mm. that? Stammwürze. I don't know what that is. Point. Well, it's their equivalent yeah. of yeah. rating of ABV. So oh, okay. you, you can't have a beer under 6% at, at Also on the first day, at least in the 70s, they used to give out beer from the... Because the parade has like, you know, 12 horses mm. pulling a carriage or whatever. It's like a big thing. And they have like 12 or 18 barrels on it and just pouring the beer from there and giving out... On a street, maybe not anymore. Oh, well, I, you'd have to have a lot of carriages because the, the stats are saying they, they drink about 17 million litres in a 16-day period. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry, did I say 17? Yeah. Sorry, 7 million litres. <laughs> seven, seven, 16, sorry. That's, yeah. Quite a lot still. That's still more than they used uh, to do in Liverpool. And also how many cows what, and pigs? On Friday. On Friday night. Yeah. Oh, Grace. Mm. Um, do you want to crack open the hells next? Yes. Mm. Should we give yeah, that one a whirl? Let's get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
one of the things I, I was interested in about Super Save and is how you choose what you're going to stock. How you how, how is it an easy job? <laughs> very interesting. As um, I've become, I would say this, I've become very picky with the beers that I'm choosing now. Uh, refined. Refined. <laughs> <laughs> There's some. Well, it's generally on the customers, really, what they want in the market. And I try to cater for everyone, really, get the, get the type of beers that they're after. Whether they're a great seller or not, that's beyond the point. I mean, it's beer. You like it, I'll have it. Uh, but, yes, it is a very hard and interesting job, I'll say. It's, it's not easy because some customers like it, some don't. And sometimes moving that particular product is very hard until you try it yourself and you can sell it to a customer. So you can see at the end of the day, me and my staff or whoever works in there with me, we've got the best job, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just try a little bit of that. Whether it be anything, beer, spirits, or anything. So yeah. we have to try our products to be able to say to the customers, yes, this is what you'll find in it. Yeah. Um, and if they like it, then brilliant. We, we try to describe it the best of our abilities and what we think of it. And then that's how it goes, really. That's good. It's not and an um, job. we take their views on it. For example, when they come in, what they like. And then they say, well, we like this type of ale. Yeah. Have you got this? And sometimes they say, perhaps not. Try yeah. this. But the next time they come around, we always make sure that we have that. Oh, that's mm. So that's how we try yeah, to get that's it. That's great. Have you found that more of your customers are like maybe converting to some of the craft beers or the more accessible sides? Yes. Beer? I mean, there is a craft industry move. I mean, it's a very divided topic. It's a very, mm. it's, yeah, it's a very delicate topic to touch, basically. Um, yes, there are some people who says real ale is the best, unfiltered yeah. ale and all of that, really. But at the end of the day, my take on it is if it, if it tastes good, I want to drink it. Simple as that. That's yeah. my take. Oh, that's... I don't want to take, I, to, I don't want to take size and say, <laughs> yes, camera, here we go. No, or I'm like, yeah. I, I, I tend to stay away from that side. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'll drink to that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, hey, good yeah. timing. So, yeah. Okay, if sure. it tastes good, we this drink is the... it. It's a, it's a hell's. Um, it is. So now Ooh. actually we have a lager beer. Yeah, lager. Yeah. This is uh, your yeah, traditional, good. typical, you might want to say, your German, well, one of the best lagers, I'll probably even say, from Germany. So this is the first, first well, we've had on. On the bottle, it on says. Bottle. While you enjoy it, I'll try to do my best and work this out. So Augustina Breu München. So mm. that's it. We are in Munich now. <laughs> the cradle of beer. Um, it estimate established 1328. It says the oldest brewery in Munich. Wow. There you go. Oh, nice. there, there's your monk with all the medals and everything. Mm-hmm. Let me taste while you uh, analyze the bottle. <laughs> well, as Taran said, I mean, the description we have is quite simply one of the best lagers in the world, made according to the German purity law. Oh, oh we have spoken about that. Now, that purity law is quite big. Oh, um, let me hear that. Uh, German purity law is basically unfined. They can't have any any chemical, any sort of that thing. And that's for all their beers, not just their lagers. And hence, German lagers are drank at room temperature and they can be easily done. And um, they were quite big and it's been on for hundreds and hundreds of years and they will not change their beer style. They're very particular. As you know, you've lived in Germany. This is it. This is it. If you like a beer, you drink it. No, we're not going to change the recipe <laughs> for anything. Yeah, that's how they work. But purity law is amazing. That's well, great. I mean, because, that's a nice thing to have. Well, I was a kid then, you know, so I only could return. But what are you trying to say? Uh, the 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 name ah. for this law is Reinheitsgebot. Oh, love that! Oh, beautiful. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. It has to be done this way. <laughs> is um, that what it, it literally? Uh, no, no. Oh. I should have bought Lederhosen for the transition. Why do we okay. wear Lederhosen for this tonight? Mm. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> oh, we I are. Have any. <laughs> we yeah. are, and nobody knows know. any yeah. different. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, so I, I was a kid then, mm-hmm. but when I went to school, I passed Löwenbräu Brewery. Okay. Yeah. Not far from school was actually Paulana. Mm-hmm. So actually that smell coming out of breweries, it's, it's, it's in my childhood. So it's, it's a thing. And also my dad always mentioned, this is the kind of a brewery town in Munich. These are the best beers. And they drink, I guess, like Italians wine with everything. Uh-huh. So even for some conservative Americans, when they come to Munich and the McDonald's, they sell beer, they go like, what? Because they wouldn't drink anything else. Like, I don't want a Coke or something. I'm drinking beer. So I guess yeah. it's... They can't lower the standards because everybody knows how it should taste. 
Exactly. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I think going back to the, the purity law, they're saying that it own, you're only allowed water, hops, malt. And it, I mean, it's even specific uh, when you're not exclusively using barley malts. It's like a wheat beer, mm. like with the first we had. It has to be top fermented. Oh, yeah. There you go. It's it's unbelievable that the, some of the stuff you, you can only um, add the ingredients whilst the wort was boiling and things like that. It, it's a real specific process. So I wonder how that works with with maybe some of the new craft beer processes. Mm. Like, is it stifling craft beer in Germany, or is it just not something they're interested in? We have maybe to. Not. We must investigate. We, we must. Well, we'll be having brewers on our show in the future, mm-hmm. so yes. we might pose that question for There's somebody. There's one else. thing that I haven't come across. I mean, being in the industry, that German craft ale is coming into the shop mm-hmm. is generally more traditional. Like they said, they're quite particular about their ale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, there is some craft scene moving about in Germany at the moment, no doubt. But certainly, it's very, very tiny. It's, it's at a micro level, so at the moment, yeah. so mm-hmm. it will pick up. Actually, I mean, Europe is really picking good up. IPA. Do you remember that one? I really rated it like really balanced, kind of an engineered German engineered IPA. It was really oh, good. Okay. I can't remember now. I'll figure it out. Was it on one of the episodes? No, it was before in one of the marathons or something we've done. So the Christmas, you marathon. know, I, I might sound daft here. Stone no. Berlin. Yeah, hmm. is that relevant? Mm, a little bit. <laughs> a little it's an bit. American right. a brewery that built. In Germany, a brewery that will have a bit of influence, I think, of mm-hmm. the German style yeah. into the American. I think years. the reason they did it because when the stone came out, the the stone, um, the stout that we're talking about, mm. I think it was called um, what was the stone um, something uh, something <laughs> with a bastard on it, um, glorious <laughs> bastard or something, one of the black cans. Ah, right, okay. that one? Yeah, yeah. Arrogant, arrogant, arrogant bastard. Yeah. That's Get the it. one. Yeah, yeah, I had uh, that one. It created a very big fuss in the market. It was the best one, and they couldn't actually make enough of it. Mm-hmm. And and export it out into UK mainly, so they said, why not actually give a license to Germans to make it? As probably they had some brewers had links right. over there, so a license was given into Germany, a brewery in Germany to brew there under their name, and hence is widely available. Stone is widely available in UK now. Yeah, even yeah. in some some supermarkets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Start seeing mm-hmm. the pop up there. Yeah, yeah. ideas yeah. and sessions. Yep. Mm. But they are brewed in Berlin. They are brewed in Berlin, hence because it's easier for them to just make it there and ship across rather than sense. coming all the way from America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Beer is fresh really nice as well. Lager. And beer is fresh as well, yeah. Can you check the... Um... You can definitely see your head through this. Yep, passes right. the test. I mean, it's a fantastic lager. I mean, it says at the bottom, it's the ultimate summer beer and absurdly drinkable. Yeah, I could right. have that in the yeah. garden. Yeah. <clears throat> all swimming pool. Some serious barbecue tackle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is. One of the great lagers. Very nice. So that brings us to the last one now. So before we do do go to that, I, one thing I'd say about the lagers, I've been since craft beers kind of come around, I've been staying well away from it. I've had yes, enough lager yeah, yeah, yeah. in mm-hmm. my time, but that's one I'd pick up. Yeah, you definitely. I come back to that and I think, well, actually, I fancy a few of them. Yeah, because. I've always enjoyed, you know, when you're in, in Greece, they have like, they have a lot of Hell's style lager fix and stuff. It's never usually that great, but that is, it's quite citrusy. It's got a real crisp, light, refreshing taste to it. Mm. It's, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. And what was that? It was 5.2, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And serve it in a lager glass. I know that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, it comes in a bottle, which is, especially in the Eastern Europe, they call it the builder's bottle because you get 24 of those. <laughs> one, great. It's like the default. Yeah, yeah. that's like proper. Mm. Yeah. That's it's very nice. nothing fancy. It's the normal thing there. Mm. Yeah. Well, they create two different the types. Um, they've got the Angersteiner on his own and then we've got the Angersteiner Hells Lager. Mm-hmm. They're two very, very similar, but Hells tends to be a bit more lighter, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Hell means brighter or lighter. Lighter. Yeah, in, in, in a way. <laughs> So, it's it's time for your suggestion, Taran. Your, your special. Uh, we got a um, Schlankerler. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, if you want to correct me. Oh, gosh, that's in, in, in Schwabach written. Brilliant. Go for it. Uh, well, can you? Oh, let's see. I can't read <laughs> Oh, here we go. Schlankerler Rauchbier. Brilliant. Rauch means smoke. Yes. So we're in something special mm-hmm. here. Yes. Excellent. Go for it, Ben. Let's do it. Go for it, Ben. Oh, there we go. So the style is called... Is that the brewery? Straight yeah. from the bottle. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll my glass closer to you. And um, one of the questions I was going to ask you to end uh-huh. was when we had Phil in from the Four Horsemen, yeah. he said um, he's actually finding it these days quite difficult to get hold of particular stock. There's a lot, especially in the UK, they seem to be doing a lot of limited runs now. Are you finding that to be the case as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are many. I mean, for example, Cloudwater beers, they're so limited, it's unbelievable. And maintaining good relationships with everyone in the industry is very important. And some of the times getting hold of their products is everything. Yeah. And we get them so limited sometimes, one or two cases, three cases <sighs> even, that it's just not enough to go around. No. And uh, you get messages from customers and you can't really disappoint everyone, you know. So we tend to try and yeah. reserve as much as possible or yeah, give them a heads course. up, try to get them in. So, yes, we are seeing a lot of that. Um, I'll probably say limited runs, some Beaver Town ones, obviously. Yep. Brick craft scene, any limited stuff that comes up, people want it, and there's sometimes very limited runs of them. Just want to grab their hands, and by the time <laughs> it gets down to south or very up north, it's all gone. London, Manchester, they're so big. I would say, actually, Manchester and London, you're very greedy people. <laughs> Never let any beers come to us. Uh, so it, it gets all taken over by them before it even gets anywhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's such a big place, and there's so many beers up there. It's such a big yeah. scene. Uh, it gets taken over. Even if each pub had one keg, yeah. imagine how many there are in London. Oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fascinating supply yeah. and demand thing, isn't it? Exactly. I think, yeah, they're, they're creating a big buzz around it as well. Yeah. As you've said before, you have the fear of missing out, yeah. all that yeah. kind of thing as well. There's so much variety now. It seems almost like every week there's a new cloud exactly. water out. Yeah, almost every week new yeah. cloud water. Like I was just telling you guys when I got here, new cloud water will be arriving next week and that actually hasn't even been released yet and so i had to get myself some cases reserved if it was possible it's incredible so yeah but it's i do fantastic. i do quite like the north has certainly lost a lot of its industries over the years and it feels to me like the north is becoming you, you, a resurgent house. yes definitely yeah. no, I, I'm, got, I like that <laughs> as we've mentioned cloud water northern monk mm. and i was just up I suppose that's one I didn't put in the discoveries. I was up in the Peak District the other week, yep. and I've brought back a selection of like Peak District-based beers. Nice. Uh, so we'll be getting into them later in the later in the summer, I think. Yeah, I think craft beer has almost like a following, you know, like fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of yeah. people yeah. actually, you know, taking mm-hmm. the time, learn about it, try stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a big community around it. Yes, definitely. I mean, it brings a lot of people together. I mean, a beers is such a thing that it just gets people together. Oh, what you have and what is this? Because beers, everyone, majority of the people in the country really enjoy beer. And if you're drinking something fancy, it just takes a couple of minutes for someone to say, oh, what are you actually drinking? What is that? And here we go. Conversation started from there. (laughs) And like uh, you guys mentioned about your travels up north. Yeah. And you would would just drink as a normal ears and you see how it brings people together and more craft is. I mean, you won't find that on someone drinking a normal can of lager, the commercial stuff. You make it something funny. Any other drink almost. Maybe wine sometimes. Maybe sometimes, yes. I mean, it depends. But beers is such a thing. It just pulls you together. Yeah. And the stories behind it. And of course, because there's such a variety of every country has its own. So there's so much to try. (laughs) Yeah. And when you look at the the range that we've got so many craft breweries mm-hmm. now but so one of the biggest and oh John F is going to be so angry <laughs> Brewdog they came out yeah. and said that their their production is something like 0.3% of the wow or 0.03 0.3% of the British market yeah that's why they've gone to America yeah, well, yeah. but uh, uh, that's unbelievable it's unbelievable yeah Brewdog's doing really well since this come out and it's brilliant i mean what started off was the letter the famous letter to them and that's how i got into brewdog and i started reading about them and i was like their beers i got to try them come back two three years now yeah and uh, i don't know if you guys have seen their newest commercial advert for fourth of july for the american version it is crazy you guys must go check it out (laughs) and they do something very funny um what i saw one of the scenes that they had a um a bowling uh, ball as in bowling, uh, mm-hmm. bowling pins, and they had used Stella bottles for them. And it is epic. And you watch the guys from Brewdog talking about their beers and 4th of July celebrating it. And he rolls it as he's playing bowling in a bowling alley, and he had Stella bottles that he smashed for the ball. It's amazing. Oh, Go check great. it out. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Oh, brilliant. Like that. We'll have to link that one on, yeah. on, the, on the website. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Great. Here we go. Here we go. Well, Here that's we it. This is the last uh, Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very much for coming on. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for the recommendation. Again, this one is 
very dark, mm, very almost dark. like Altbier, yeah. even maybe yeah. a little bit. What darker. a nose as well, dark yeah. brown. Yeah, dark, dark brown. brown. Just no, no. Now you see, this mm. one will be smoked. I was yeah. introduced to Schlanker like going back nearly three or four years now. I'll probably say I've had this, and I've had the whole range. And Bamberg, you, you have them in. In the shop, don't you? Yeah, you have, I have them regularly, and people who want to try good quality German beers, and they're willing to try different stuff. Now, a smoked beer, you don't get them many and often, uh, other than your porters and your lager slightly yeah, smoked, yeah. you can get them yeah. stouts. But this is being a German Mars and being smoked is am- amazing. Yeah. And going back to your story, which you're telling at the very beginning, the cathedrals where the monks had mm. them, this particular beer is actually was built, or, or was the beer was brewing, underneath a cathedral in Bamberg and dates back to 1403 as well. Very old one. Um, Beer garden, again, amazing, amazing place. And they use beech wood to actually smoke this or to brew, to get the brewing process going. Like charcoal in the, in the beer? No, no, no. Just, just to kill the fire. Hence you get the, uh, the smoky flavor and you go, it's a very distinctive smell of smoke. Really? And you get this from beech wood. That, and that's the wood well, being that's used. particular like that's very particular about them nice. they have their lager as well next time you want to go try you had the uh angostina lager but try their lager it's totally different for a marzen it's smoked marzen this is amazing it's different it's stunning it's it's really really different mm. so very drinkable as very well. drinkable yeah. it's is not it, like heavy is it deceptively light is it 5.1 5.1 Lighter than the old beer, yeah. but yeah. not as wheat-based or the bread no, feeling. No. Very light, but you, flavors are tremendous, and, and you can see that. It's really, really cool. IBU of thirty. Yeah, it's yeah. it's light. quite a straightforward like, kind of like weight to it. Mm. It lets the smoke just linger there. It it tastes like you smell after bonfire night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it is. exactly yeah, like that. It is. Yeah, that, that's mm. that's great. Multi. Mm. Mm. Yeah, by the wood. So mm. where I come from, they they smoke their sausages, you know. Yeah, after. it's got that quality. It's yeah, that and quality. they choose mm. like cherry or different. It, it's it's yeah, quite okay. it's quite specific which wood you can use, use. because that works well with the meat. Okay. So I can understand like only smoke with this, this wood. wood. Mm. Yeah, because that was the majority of the wood available because the cathedral was made inside the trusses and they on beach wood trusses. Oh wow! As well, so it's a long, That's long a history tree, yeah. behind it. Yeah, that's a great story. What a fantastic beer! It is again. It is. I, I'm so ignorant. It's not something I'd immediately on the shelf go. Yeah, German beers that. in the, it is looked upon that way. I mean, people ignore them, but there you find very few people who actually say yes, I want German. And I can probably say I have very hands handful of customers <clears throat> that come in for this particular sort of German beers. Nice. Um, so yeah, so it's my part. Take it as it's my responsibility or opportunity to guide them or tell them, look, try this. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. And when they come back and say thank you, yes, yeah. and that was actually really good. So it's a great satisfaction that you get, and so it's I brilliant. Wouldn't, I wouldn't have another beer after that. That's quite a yeah, a fulfilling, yeah. really satisfying. Well, an, an eye opener actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. the thing is, I realized that. So if you go for a whole week and have kind of in a range of similar IPAs, like a really craft mm-hmm. beer. Yeah. Mm. Any change from that is so eye-opening. Like even having a saison, like the Electric India. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I was, I'm usually kind of suspicious. I don't like too sour stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that beer, although maybe it's not amazing, after drinking something that you get used to it, mm-hmm. it opens up, oh, the, was it coriander in there or something? Yeah, it was coriander, yeah. yeah. And honey, yeah. and it was... It was really beautiful. So I would encourage anybody who got mm-hmm. stuck maybe to one beer because they know they like it or something, just on purpose, just do Throw yourself change. in the deep yeah. end. Go to Definitely. Super Saver, yeah. get some advice. I yeah. want something else. I have been drinking this for a while. Mm-hmm. Hit me with something else. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. And you're not going to be disappointed. Yeah. There yeah. is so much. Yeah, because I remember like the first time we started going, place like the Four Horsemen and that, I started going down the route of Try Black Betty or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I absolutely loved having something that was completely out there. Yeah. I mean, Four Horsemen was a great place. I mean, I remember Four Horsemen. I mean, Phil was there for a very long time, so he used to get in interesting beers. So I used to go there and try a lot of beers. My, what I wanted to try, obviously, being in the shop, you can't open every single bottle, <laughs> whereas you can have them at thirds or halves, whatever you yeah. want, want to have in a pub. 
So Four Horsemen was one of my choice, and I can't really recall anything in Townsend being as good as that no, at the not moment. At all. No, no. I mean, there's no. Brew Dog, yes, very commercial, very. I mean, other than Brew Dog, uh, other than um, Beaver Town, yeah, and Brew Dog, your very special ones, yeah, nothing yeah. really. Whereas Four Horsemen, you get a wide variety from your Germans to your uh, yeah. Belgians to your English craft ales. You get pretty much everything there, yeah. so it's pretty good. Got the right guy yeah. behind yeah. the bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That's wonderful. I love that. So before awesome. before we finish with this and kind of finish up, it's probably worth mentioning that you stock a couple of bars around the area a as well. A few of them, yes. Uh, the major one that I, um, I work with is Alex from Microdrift. Yep. Um, he's a great guy. Gets small little place. If you haven't been there, check him out. Amazing, amazing place. Um, Alex is doing a great job. He's got a gin bar on the top and then he's got beer at the bottom yeah. and it's in Paul Key with brilliant views of Sunseekers. Mm. Sometimes oh, you get some really oh, nice yeah. ones <laughs> and on a brilliant day, even whether it be a daytime or a night, it is an amazing vibe there. Yeah. It's a small little place, but you enjoy to the best. Yeah. And uh, sometimes he gets some very interesting beers on there. At the moment, I think he might have uh, Cloudwater V, um, not the V range, the... Um, the London JW DIPA. JW Lee's on at the yes, moment. We JW saw it on Untapped, and I think it's probably going to be so gone by the time we get down there. Drink yeah. fresh stuff, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and you supplied that. And I got him those yeah. kegs as well, so they were oh, pretty nice. good. It's fantastic. Yeah. Also, they have usually at least one eight arch. Eight arch again, well. yeah, yeah, which is always Local great. Local beers yeah. are coming up. I mean, drop the back. anchor. Yeah. We'll be getting hold of that very soon. And then there's our um, way up, up at the back, way at the back, that beery. Yeah. Um, working like a dog was a great success. Sold really well. Take me to Vala yeah. was a really good one. They got really good branding as well. Very good branding. Yeah. Yes, he's uh, Richard's doing really well. Which yeah. the guy who runs it, his name's Richard. Great guy. Had a lot of experience before. So it's a small industry in Bournemouth that's growing up in terms of beers. Yeah, and it's brilliant, guys. Yeah, it's great. I think Passion. we should we should Passion. maybe use you to get us in touch with Richard. Yeah, 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 easily, yeah, easily yeah. done, no problem at all. Yeah, Richard's yeah. a great guy, I'm pretty sure he'll be happy to do that, yeah. Nice. And enlighten us, even more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yes, that's, that's yeah. exactly what we want. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think we're almost at the end. We I tried we all the beers. Mm-hmm. We got ready. We got some pretzels. I think they were pretty pretzels good. Pretzels are great, by the way. Amazing. Unbelievable. Amazing. Absolutely oh, unbelievable. What a pairing. Yeah. Well, Ian had the best comment, so I just put on our chat, like, just a photo of the pretzels. Yes. Yeah. took, And he goes... The day just got better. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Just it is, seeing yeah. that. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Totally. Um, thank you very much, Tran. No, yes. it's a pleasure. Thank, thank you for you. having me, guys. Had some amazing beers. Great company. Thank you very much. It's been very insightful. Thank and, you. Uh, <laughs> and we'll have you back shortly, I believe. Shortly, yeah. Sure, so, sure. yeah, Looking watch our spaces. Uh, you know where to find us. I think we changed maybe our handle well, on we Twitter. We have. We have changed our handle everywhere. We now okay. are Podcast Beer on both facebook and twitter and just podcast mm-hmm. on instagram yeah um so do like us follow so you can see some updates <laughs> do like us do like <laughs> us please yeah it's and the only thing that keeps us going we'll have some minis in between some just tasting short episodes yeah. yep uh, we've so got a lot planned <laughs> yeah oh yes we do yeah. keep your ears yes. what ready <laughs> ears on the beers burning ears on the beers <gasps> because yes I'm Ben. I'm Ian. I'm Stan. This was Taran here. Taran. Brilliant. And we're podcasting.